Hello and welcome to FMK All Day. The podcast where we get hitched, get laid, and commit a murder. All in 15 minutes or less. I'm Erin. And I'm Elizabeth. And I'm so sorry. I have the squeakiest chair in the world, apparently. Oh, that's okay. Sorry, It's like our fun, it's our... It's yeah. our guest on this episode. My squeaky, squeaky chair. chair that is only a few months old from Ikea and is yet still making oh, all no. the noise. Well, maybe more than a few months. I haven't had it that long, though. It shouldn't be a squeaky boy yet. WD-40 that shit. I'm going to have to. Um, yeah. It requires me to get some WD-40, but. True. I'll True. We'll take care of it. It'll be fine. <laughs> Shall I hit the random number generator? Please do. All right. Number 29, which comes to us from superfan Laura, who would like us to shout out the Teen Creeps podcast, which is not her podcast, but it fits with her theme. I think I've heard of Teen Creeps. I feel like they read... Let me double check real quick. Yeah. Okay. So so Teen Creeps, I have heard of this one. My friend Mike told me about this and said that it was really entertaining. They discuss trashy teen horror novels from, like, their teen years. So, like, the shit that we were reading when we were in, like, middle and high school. Love it. Love it. And it fits the theme. So I've never listened to them, but I have heard good things. Um, But it fits the theme because the theme is... R.L. Stein, Christopher Pike, and Caroline B. Cooney. Okay, I know the first one. I have. What are the other two? Christopher Pike. So Caroline B. Cooney did the face on the milk carton. Christopher Pike is the other one. Um, Christopher Pike was did a bunch of stuff um, along the same lines as like the the adult or the young adult R.L. Stein so R.L. Stein stuff. So like the more like the Fear Street. style as opposed to like goosebumps okay caroline b cooney i read the face on the milk carton books that one read those uh, that one rings a bell um i was not i was not a super big reader as a kid or really through middle school or high school because i always had so much reading to do for classes that you know like the last thing i wanted to do at the end of the day was read so the face on the milk carton books were about this girl who discovered when she was in high school that she had been kidnapped as a toddler. See, this vaguely rings a bell for me. Yeah. So she found out that when she was a toddler, she was like kidnapped by this woman at the mall. And this woman brought her to her own parents' house and basically dropped her off and was like, this is my kid. I'm leaving her with you for a little bit. And then never came back. So these people raised who they thought was their granddaughter as their actual daughter, having no idea that she had been kidnapped from another family. And so this is discovered because she's eating lunch in the cafeteria one day and she sees a picture of herself on the side of a milk carton. Like she sees a picture of like her young self. And she's like, I know that's me. I recognize myself. I recognize that dress. Mm -hmm. Like I used to wear that dress all the time. And it's because when she, it was the dress that she was wearing when she was kidnapped. Right. And it was the only clothes she had for a while. Like the whole time that she was with her kidnapper before they took her to, before she took her to her. Her parents. the, The parents house. Yeah. It was the only dress that she had because this woman didn't buy her clothes. Um, so she's like this, I think this is me. And she ends up having to leave the parents that she 
grew up knowing and go back to her birth family and she's got like a bunch of siblings and she has to share a room and she's she had been raised as an only child Mm -hmm. and she's got a different name like she had told her kidnapper her name was Jenny but the woman misunderstood and thought she said Janie so her whole life she's grown up being called Janie because that's what her family thought her name was Mm -hmm. and now she has to go back and all these and like her birth family's calling her Jenny and they have, like, all of this stuff that's been, like, monogrammed for her with this name that isn't hers. Okay, this um, is, like, the kind of true crime shit that I love. And yes. I realize this isn't true crime. But, like, if this was a true crime documentary, I'd be, like, eating it up. Yes, yes. Okay. It's, yeah, it, I I really, really enjoyed. It was, like, a at least a trilogy, if not more than that. Mm-hmm. I only really remember the first one. Um, but, yeah, so there's that. And then Christopher Pike did a bunch of... One of my favorites, it's called Remember Me, and it's about this girl who is at a party, and she ends up falling off a balcony and dying, and she comes back as a ghost and has to figure out who pushed her. Oh, I feel like I... A lot of these I can't remember if I read or if just, like, my school librarian recommended them to us on our, like, weekly trip to the library. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, that yeah. rings a bell, too, and I that has a ghost in it, so, like, you know... Baby Liz definitely would have perked up for that been like. Yeah, and that is another one that's a that's a trilogy. And I definitely read the first two of them. Um, and like there's another ghost that she meets up with who is like the older brother of one of her friends, and he had been killed in a car accident a few years earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're working together to like solve her murder. And then R.L. Stein did a series called Fierce. I mean, he did the Goosebumps books, but he did a young adult series called Fear Street that yeah. I didn't really read a whole lot. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill R.L. Stein. Um, oh, interesting. Be, just because I I never really read the Goosebumps books. I didn't really read the Fear Street ones. I realized that he was kind of like the father of this genre, but I didn't love his stuff. So I'm gonna kill him with a haunted ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> As you should. A la the scariest Goosebumps book. I'm going to marry Christopher Pike because Remember Me was one of my absolute favorites. I think I read everything that Christopher Pike wrote, including when James and I were still doing Unabashedly Obsessed, I tracked down a Christopher Pike book that was about time travel. Nice. And got it and read it and it was one of the most garbage things I've ever read in my life it made absolutely no sense <laughs> um, I ended up later sending it to our our friend new Matt to read and he was like what the fuck is this book <laughs> um but for the most part like Christopher Pike was a staple of my middle school years sure so I am going to marry Christopher Pike we're going to have a murder mystery dinner party themed wedding okay in honor of remember me where everybody has to figure out who the killer is. And it's going to be like high school party themed, of like course. kind of like like 90s high school party. Okay. Um so very saved by the bell flavor, but like saved by the bell but murder. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to fuck Caroline B. Cooney. Okay. Because looking at her Wikipedia page, the face on the milk curtain is really the only thing by her that I've read. So I feel like she's really good for a one and done. That makes sense. So, yeah. I'm going to fuck her. We're going to do it in um, an unfamiliar childhood bedroom (laughs) that is covered in things that have been monogrammed with a name that is not mine. Um, It's going to be very weird and awkward, and I'm going to be quite glad when it's over. Yeah, sounds like it. Boy, howdy. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So the only one I have any real experience with is R.L. Stein. I was like just the right age for the Goosebumps books when they were coming out. Like that was, yeah. I was like, you know, late elementary school early middle school like right when they were really heading their zenith i remember like there was a tv show and like mm-hmm. there was stuff on nickelodeon so uh yeah i loved i loved the goosebumps books they were like baby liz's first foray into like things that are spooky and dark and probably helped like lay my love of like that sort of like genre of things so yeah yeah i'm absolutely marrying goosebumps it's gonna just be a i'm just imagining all the guests at my wedding are like the spooky bad thing from his whole like every book like there's a ventriloquist dummy and there's like wasn't there like a headless horseman there was another book that was about like the cursed monkey paw um Mm -hmm. there was yeah the headless horseman one was really good because it was in some sort of like castle or shit and it was like the guy had been beheaded uh it was good but like was there yeah. one about a hamster that ate people or something probably or like a demonic hamster probably are you thinking of bunicula because that was about Definitely the vampire not bunicula. bunny that was a vampire bunny but he only ate like sucked the juice out of vegetables yes I thought there was one where there was like a hamster that they probably was, was going to eat it, but I don't. My brother read a lot of the Goosebumps books. Mm-hmm. They were, I'm just enough older than you. I think my brother, you and my brother are around the same age. I'm just enough older that I was, I was reading the Fear Street things when yeah. Goosebumps was really hitting its stride. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I loved Goosebumps though. So I am super duper definitely marrying that. Um, I'm trying to decide between Christopher Pike because, yeah, I don't – I'm basically going off of their Wikipedia lists, and they have some interesting series names. Uh, Caroline B. Cooney has a trilogy called The Vampire's Promise, which Mm -hmm. does sort of make me want to fuck her because (laughs) that sounds like some sort of great, like, vampire tryst, which could be very fun. Um – but Christopher Pike also has one called The Last Vampire. Do I want to fuck The Last Vampire? I don't know. Oh, there's also one called Spooksville, which I just really like that name. Um, I do think I'm – okay, I think based solely and arbitrarily part- – well, and also partially on things you've said, uh, but also on just – there's also a Time Traveler Quartet series for Caroline I am B. reading Cooney. the Wikipedia page for the Time Travelers Quartet series right now because God knows I love me some time I travel. I know you do. <laughs> this, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to have to read these. <laughs> I am. I am going I want to hear am, how they are, but I do think I'm going to fuck Caroline B. Cooney for The Vampire's Promise. It is going fair. to be it is going to be like the vampire blood orgy of uh what we do in the shadows tv show i think that okay makes sense um and that sounds great and so i guess i'm gonna f- kill christopher pike um and i'm going to do that by i guess pushing him off a balcony is he the one who did remember me yep yeah i'm gonna push him off a balcony i guess and kill him that way He'll probably turn into a ghost and come back and try to figure out who done it. Well, it was me, bitch. So, yeah, so <laughs> just be just be prepared to be haunted by Christopher in, well, Pike. Well, in fact, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to 
I'm going to do it to his face. I'm going to like tell him and then I'm going to Sparta kick him. And then his soul is at rest because he knows who killed him. So he doesn't have unfinished business to come fuck with me. That's very kind of you. Yeah. And thus ridding myself of a ghost. Exactly. Excellent. All right. Well, another successful FMK in the books. (laughs) (laughs) If we can call it that. We are on Twitter at FMK All Day Pod. If you would like to suggest something for us to FMK, there is a link to a Google form in our Twitter bio. You can go click that and suggest away. Individually, I am on Twitter at Unabashedly Aaron. And I am at The Loveliest Liz. We are proud members of the Scavengers Network on Twitter at ScavengersNet. There is a Patreon page, patreon.com slash the Scavengers Network, where currently everything as far back as February is free because we want to give back to our community in the times of struggle bus and quarantine and everybody being unhappy. Um, So go check that out and if you like what you see then you know for two bucks a month going forward you can get all sorts of stuff just like that which is really kind of a steal so go check it out we would like to thank uh kevin mcleod for our theme music which is called feeling good and you can find that and more at incompetech.com join us next week when we once again spend half of the episode on wikipedia (laughs) when in doubt look it up Exactly. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Toon Link saw Kirby walking into the kitchen wearing a sleep cap. Kirby, did you steal the microwave? (laughs) Oh, hello there, gentle listener. I didn't hear you there. You caught me reading the longest written work in the English language, The Subspace Emissary's World's Conquest, a Super Smash Brothers fan fiction. But let's set that aside for now. To advertise our podcast. Hi. I'm Beth. And I'm Max. And we're the hosts of Fan Ball, a podcast about fandom, their history and culture. The people and things they create. And everything in between. Listen bi-weekly on Wednesdays on the Scavengers Network or wherever you find your podcasts.